0: Good morning, everybody. I'm Troy. I'm a grateful recovering addict today. So I, uh, I haven't recorded one in a minute. It's been a, over a week, so I'm recording today. Um, so uh, just so you guys know, uh, every morning when I do motivational, um, I, if it's a new one, if it's one I haven't done before, I do record it. And it's all available to you on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Tunes, uh it's available to you in, in a, a number of different platforms. All you have to do is go to your Google search line and type in G Dads Motivationals. If you type in G Dads Motivationals, you will find about 80 episodes of me doing motivational speaking. Uh, G, period, D-A-D-S, Motivational. G Dads Motivational. And there's, I think there's about 84 episodes right now. Anyway, so today, I want to talk about Zen. What's Zen mean? Anybody? Peace? Peace? That's a catch. That's a catch-all. Serenity's close. So Zen, the, the, the absolute definition. Of what do you got, Bob? Enlightenment. What enlightenment? Mm-hmm. Yep. Tranquility. Tranquility. Yep. All of these things are exactly. So here's what Zen is. Yeah. Anybody ever watched a Bruce Lee movie? When Bruce Lee gets ready to fight, what happens? What's the first thing he does? He says, "You want to fight me? You're not even Chinese." First thing he does is smile. Very first thing he does is smile. Before he does anything, and then when he achieves his stance, he settles. Now the art that he that uh, the the martial art that he does is Jeet Kune Do. Uh, Jeet Kune Do is the idea of accepting your existence for what it is. So, if you've ever been in a situation where it was getting hot around you fights were starting to pop off people were arguing you know you're know, you in one of them street brawls it's about to happen and you find that point where you're like alright here we go that moment I've just accepted my existence I'm here now and I've got to deal with what's going on I can get all heated up and worked up about it I can get as mad as hell will it help me fight? nope but clear-headedness will keep my focus, because fighting is more what? And what is the most important thing to do during a confrontation? Stay calm. Stay calm. Defend yourself. Fighting is not always an attack. Fighting is sometimes merely defending yourself. And the art of Jeet Kune Do is based on that. Never, ever, ever, it's, I mean, it's, unfortunately, it's extremely close to the karate kid shit. Um, But never, ever, ever be the first. Never be the first. Stand ready. Hold your defense. That's what you need to do. And understanding that when you get out of here right now, you're in a safe zone. You're surrounded by Zen walls. You have no ability to change that. We are here to keep you safe. We do everything we can. Sometimes it's unpleasant. But we do everything we can to keep you safe, so all you have to do is exist. You just need to exist safely. Okay? When you've accepted that you exist safely, you have achieved zen. In the in the worst of times, last Thursday was a hard day for me. There was a couple of things that happened throughout the course of the day that were triggery for me. They 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 put me back in my in my past. They put me, you know, I couldn't see myself on the other side of them bracelets. I saw myself in those bracelets, and I got heated up, but I made it through the day. I kept my existence here until 3.01, and at 3.01, I torched my tires leaving this parking lot. I did, and I'm I'm a little embarrassed about it because I did it emotionally, because when I left, I was pissed. I had finally allowed myself to get angry because I had not allowed myself to get angry the whole day. I felt anger on the tip. I was on the edge. I was Humpty Dumpty in that motherfucker all day. But then when my day was done and I punched out, I was allowed to be angry because it wasn't going to affect you anymore. I was allowed to be angry, and yes, I was. I listened to Pantera walk the whole way home on loop so I could scream out the window, respect every time he said it because that's all I want. I want to be respected. I respect you in every single thing I do. I ask that you respect me the same way. I ask that the world respect each other, but I'm not going to get that today. So I'm going to achieve Zen. I'm going to accept that I exist here. I exist now. And I am me. I can't be anything else right now than me. So if you find yourself insecure... uh, You know, feeling, I'm not, this is not, if anybody, if this sounds like it's coming at anybody in particular, it's not, I promise you. If you find yourself being judged, if you find yourself insecure about your situation, if you find yourself unsure of your next step, recognize that you have abandoned Zen. You have abandoned the thought of existence being your primary objective. All you have to do is be here, alive, now. That's it. In addition to that, I'm asking you to not use drugs or alcohol now. Just right now. That's all I care about. I don't care about 20 minutes ago, and I certainly don't give a fuck about tomorrow. I care about right now. I say very often, it's a simple little thing, and I'm sure most of us have seen it. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why we call it the present. Today is all you need to exist in. Today, if you don't have enough ice cream sandwiches... You might tomorrow, but you might not. But it's okay. It's okay. One of the things I do, is, and I have actually, I think I spoke to Josh about this yesterday. One of the things I do and I have done for years for, uh, since 2014 is I do something called kindness coaching where I have people come to my house, and we sit in my studio, and we go through different <laughs> scenarios. And we talk about the traumas they've experienced, and then we do kindness coaching, and we try to teach them how to be kind in the face of adversity. Pleasure. That is Zen. That is what it is. How can I accept my life and be happy no matter what? It's simple. Everything that I'm worried about is my imagination. Everything I'm stressed over in my past, it's my memory. Is my memory and my imagination eligible to fuck with me? No, they will. Oh, they will. But they're not eligible. They don't have that power. You give them that power. As soon as you sit down and you think about the fact that you got to do this in three days, you got a fucking court case to deal with, you got a Zoom meeting, you got a PO visit. As soon as you've worked into that, you have forgotten about today. You have already stressed yourself out about something that hasn't even happened yet. One of the things that I, it's a visual, who's got a book, any book, published published piece of literature. I don't care who's, anything, give me that. So it just happens to be a book. If you pick up any book on that bookshelf, on that bookshelf, off any table, and you turn to the last page, what am I going to find? It's blank. It's nothing. So if I choose to assess what's happening tomorrow, am I not reading the last page of the book? So what if I start in the middle? I got no idea what it said before that. But at least I'm not making up the ending. If I use my imagination, I can make up an ending that will fucking terrify all of you. I guarantee I can. But I've learned that my imagination is merely just the picture show in my mind. Somebody sent me a meme one time, and it it meant a a ton to me. It's this little little guy running through a brain, a brain like a house. And you know those columns at museums, the, the Roman pillars that they put statues on and busts? So in the brain, those little columns are lined up down the side and there's this little fat kid holding a lollipop carrying a box that says memes and he's pushing them over. And the idea is, how do we make space for fucking memes in our head? We lose real facts. We lose important pieces of history. We lose things that really happen. Why? So we can put that silly girl's face that says fucking Irma Gerd. I mean, that, in my, I remember that meme perfectly right now. But can I draw a picture of Christopher Columbus? Maybe his hat. But you see what I'm saying? I've shifted what's in my brain to accept information. If you've got things in your brain that are keeping you sick, secrets keep you sick. If you move them, you make room for new information. And if you continue to move them, you will eventually redecorate that space. And then when you say, I'm in my head today, people are going to say, Congratulations. I hear it's beautiful in there. I choose to make everything I think fabulous. If I think of something negative, the very first thing I do is I find somebody to talk to about it. First thing, sometimes it's a coworker, sometimes it's a client. Has, have I ever gone to any of you with my own business personally? No. Yeah. At, at least a couple. And, I, and I'll go to more, because I trust you. The reason you trust me is exactly what I just said. I chose to trust you. I choose to trust and believe everything everybody tells me. If you are lying to me, you have done it on your own accord. You've made that choice. That's your fault, not mine. If your lie blows up, I didn't have thing to do with it. All I did was hear it. But I'm going to choose to believe you. And the fact that I choose to believe you, guess what it does? It makes you people tell me the truth. Because you know, one, it stops at my ears. Where Whatever goes in my ears stops right there. Until you tell me to take it further. Secondly, if you're in trouble and you're upset, I allow you to be upset. I do not tell you to stop. I don't tell you to stop crying. I don't tell you to stop yelling. I allow you to be upset, but I make you question who you're upset at. If you're upset at me, I will take it. But I bet you're not. I bet you're not. I bet you're upset about something else, and I just happen to be the face of White Deer Run at that moment. Anybody ever walked into a fucking Home Depot unhappy with the purchase and they wanted to talk to a manager? Does that ever happen to you? Did it matter who you were talking to? You could be talking to the greeter. That son of a bitch might as well be the fucking CEO of Home Depot. I got shit to say. You're going to listen. The fucking greeter doesn't know what to do. Can't help you in any way, shape, or form. But guess what they're paid to do? Listen. Listen. Smile. Nod. And get your ass to a manager. That's what they're paid to do. But every single employee in a Home Depot is trained to accept every customer as though they are the CEO of the company. Because that's how you expect to be treated. Every customer wants to be treated the best of the best. If you walk in and you can't reach something, should another customer help you reach it? No. No, a fucking orange vest on a ladder should be right there. And that's what we expect. You have the right to expect that in your own life, in your own recovery. Where do you stand? Are you willing to help somebody else? Are you willing to stand there for yourself? Are you willing to get on the ladder and pull that fucking thing off the shelf, even though it was hard to reach? Odds are you are, but nobody's allowed you to feel positive or to understand. There it is. There it is. That's the gratitude alarm, y'all, for the next five seconds. Let's be grateful for something that we're uh, normally not grateful for. I'm grateful that we have this time together every single day. It means so much to me. I, uh, I talk about it often. You know, one of the things I get out of my job is I get, a, I get free rehab every single day. I get to hear stories. I get to, my memory gets to be spurred. I get to remember when I didn't just exist, when I was a problem everywhere I went. Um, And the beautiful part about that is it only took me, I think, 16 years to realize that I was the fucking problem. I encourage you guys now to accept the fact that you hold some responsibility in your seat right now. You absolutely earned your position here. Now, I'm going to ask you the last thing before I send you all to small groups. What have you done today? To make your place in this crowded planet valuable. There you go, there's a start. There's a start. I don't necessarily need answers, I just want you guys to think about it. How have I earned my place in this crowded planet today? And what am I gonna do to keep it? I know exactly what I've done. I I, I tried to say good morning to everybody. There's a good one. That's a great one. Literally the best way to start. What's the first word you say? Good. Good. The first word you say is positive. That's, a, that's incredible. That, that will set the tone. We make a choice. If you walked up to me this in the morning and just said, morning, I would say, it is. <laughs> yeah. But if you say, good morning, I'm going to smile and I'm going to say, morning to you. And we're going to have a moment there. And we've just reset our day. We've reset our attitude. If something doesn't go right first thing in the morning, trust that it will probably fix itself before lunchtime. It almost always does. Sometimes you got to sit back and wait. Sometimes that is the lesson. The waiting is the lesson. Be aware that every single piece of your problem has a, a spot in the answer code. You know what I mean? Remember we used to have those standardized tests and they would have the answers in the back of the book and we would flip to the back of the book and we would just copy the answers? There's the answers. I encourage you to start copying them. And that brings me to my favorite part of every single day. The three things I'm going to promise you will give you an easier recovery. But you have to make them practices. You have to do them. You have to consciously be aware that you're doing them. And you have to thank yourself when you've done a good job. When you've been grateful for something that you can't find gratitude in, thank yourself. And understand that you just healed something. When you find kindness in a place where you're upset inside, realize that is true Zen. And you have accomplished something today. When you walk into a room and you feel it's wrong and you start telling jokes or you start pulling people up or you start finding out how you can be of service, how you can be helpful in that room, you are being loved where there is none. And you will heal yourself. And then I am... For everything I've got, everything I lost, everything I pawned, everything I stole, everything I did and everything I never have to fucking do again, I will be grateful. For every interaction I have with another human being, or a living creature on this plane of existence, whether they're covered in fur, or feathers, fins, flesh, or foliage, I will be, be kind. kind. And when I walk into that room, it smells like a trap house I wish I never fucking went into the first time. Before I run away scared, I'll change the room. Before I leave, I'll be, be love where there is none. Who's happy they're clean today? I am. Who's going to make it five more minutes? I am. Who's going for 10? I am big fucking goals today, y'all. Who's going to take their treatment work seriously today? Who's going to keep the crosstalk down today? What are we doing here, y'all? Crush that shit. What are we doing here, y'all? Crush that shit. One more time! Crush that shit. I'm Troy. I'm a grateful recovering addict. Thank you for letting me share.